0: Atlanta News First investigates, the largest investigative team in Georgia, holding the powerful accountable and fighting for you. Now, in this series of podcasts, we take you behind the scenes of our most recent investigations. Welcome to Behind the Investigation with Atlanta News First. I'm Atlanta News First Chief Investigator Brendan Keefe, and I'm joined by Investigator... Rachel Polanski. And Rachel, we're going to watch your story in just a moment. But tell us about this story that is about a much needed procedure for breast cancer survivors.
1: Yes. So a recent change in insurance could soon make it a lot harder for breast cancer survivors to get a very popular type of reconstruction procedure. And this is all because of a potential billing code change. It's the little things. Since I'm an English teacher, I should be reading. That have carried her through the difficult times. Your life comes to a screeching halt. It really does. Michelle Scott was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2018, and she had a double mastectomy. After a year of chemotherapy and radiation, she had reconstruction surgery in the form of breast implants. And it worked for a short time, but eventually, due to the radiation treatments that I had on the left side of my body, uh, my body rejected the implant. Michelle had to get the implants removed, and after being in and out of the hospital for over two years, she decided she'd live without her breasts. My body was sort of disfigured, so it was difficult to my self-esteem and and, um, just my daily existence. That was until earlier this year, when Michelle learned about another breast reconstruction surgery called Deep Flap, which uses skin and fatty tissue from your stomach to create a new breast. Hello, good morning. How are you? Marietta-based plastic surgeon Dr. Aisha Barron performs about two of these procedures every month, and she says they're complicated. A surgeon has to be skilled in microsurgical technique. In addition, it takes a team. It takes a big team in the operating room in order to execute these procedures um, efficiently and effectively for the patients. Deep flaps are also expensive, roughly $50,000 without insurance. If the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid go through with dropping the specific billing code for deep flap procedures, which it plans to do, plastic surgeons would be paid significantly less for the procedure, which means many of them Will stop offering it altogether. With these current changes in insurance want, not wanting to recognize certain codes for these more advanced surgeries, it's basically, you know, a, a situation in which they are almost choosing for these patients by decreasing potential access to having these procedures. And I think that's just not right. While federal law requires insurance companies cover reconstructive surgery, it does not specify which type is covered. It feels deceitful and it feels sneaky, and that it's some kind of numbers game. Michelle didn't want to wait and see what happened with the potential coding change. So four months ago, she decided to get the deep flap procedure. And this option for me has made me feel better than I have felt since 2018. Now she can get back to enjoying the little things. I actually bought a new bathing suit. And put this chapter behind her. It's been a long time since I've wanted to get out and, you know, be at the beach with my family and do normal things without hiding. And this potential coding change has already garnered outcry from breast cancer survivors, advocates and lawmakers. Now, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services is reconsidering. In a statement, a spokesperson tells me this all came about after the American Medical Association and plastic surgeons asked for changes. Regardless of who's responsible, I'm told that the agency will publish a final decision in August. Of course, we'll be watching closely. Rachel Plansky. Atlanta News First.
0: Rachel, such an important story. Has there been any feedback from breast cancer survivor organizations?
1: Yeah, there has been a lot of outcry after the news of this potential billing code change from breast cancer survivors, organizations, and even lawmakers are speaking out about this.
0: And what happens if this code uh, change doesn't go through, if Medicaid, Medicare doesn't change this billing code?
1: So that's what a lot of people are hoping for. After all of the outcry, there was a meeting on June 1st where a lot of these advocates got to speak before Medicare and Medicaid. And now Medicare and Medicaid say they are reconsidering this decision.
0: Wow, that's interesting. You know, Is this one of the reasons you wanted to take on this issue? Because, you know, one of the things we do as investigative reporters and as journalists is make people aware of issues so they can enact change. Mm -hmm. Is that something you were thinking of in order to, you know, inform people so maybe they could take action?
1: Absolutely. I think that's why we do a lot of our stories. Right. And um, in this case, I think because they haven't made a final decision yet, there is that wiggle room. And the more people that speak out, the more breast cancer survivors that share their stories, perhaps they can stop this billing code change before it happens.
0: What is Medicare and Medicaid saying about all of this?
1: Yes. So they told me in a statement that this all came about after the American Medical Association and plastic surgeons asked for changes regardless of who's responsible. We'll have to wait and see. But that final decision should come out sometime in August. So we'll be watching it really closely.
0: I'm curious about that. What were the changes that the AMA and, and surgeons had asked for?
1: Yeah, so they talked about changing this code so that It would make it more broad so that a number of reconstruction surgeries could fall under one billing code. But in talking to plastic surgeons, like the one you just heard from in my story, not all reconstruction surgeries are created equally. So a breast implant reconstruction is a lot cheaper, and you know one plastic surgeon can do that, whereas this deep-flat procedure could cost up to $50,000 without insurance. It requires a team of plastic surgeons and some really high-tech equipment. So by kind of bundling them all under this one billing code, it would make it so that plastic surgeons wouldn't make the money that they could otherwise, and they might stop offering the, the procedure altogether.
0: I see. But there's a reason why this procedure might be preferred uh, by some women and even some surgeons, because rather than an implant, this is essentially taking tissue from the patient themselves and moving it to a different part of their body. I mean, does this have to do... With a woman's self-esteem to know, this isn't an implant. This is me. This is who I am.
1: Right. It's. It could be that. It can be that some women don't want a foreign substance in their body. It could be like Michelle's story where she originally had a breast implant, but because of all the radiation that was done there, her body rejected it. So some women aren't able to keep an implant. So this is another option. And yeah, basically they have this tummy tuck-like procedure using their own fat and tissues and organs. And then they move that to reconstruct the breast. So a lot of women prefer this. Again, it's a personal, a very personal decision. And it's one that women and men feel like they have the right to make themselves and with their doctors, their plastic surgeons, frankly. And if this does go through, this is one option that, you know, it becomes one more thing that they are losing control over. They've already like Lost control with the cancer, and now they have limited options with their reconstruction procedures.
0: You know, it seems like just some sort of bureaucratic thing when we're talking about a billing code, but this is a billing code that directly affects women, affects their ability to recover from cancer. They've just survived cancer, Mm -hmm. and now they have to sort of regain their identity through this procedure. This is so much more than a billing code, but I know you explained a little bit in your story, but the importance of that billing code is that if Medicare and Medicaid no longer supports that billing code, it means that it's unlikely that either Medicare or Medicaid or private insurance will pay for that procedure going forward, right?
1: Exactly. So that's another concern is that when Medicare and Medicaid do something, a lot of insurance agencies follow in their footsteps. So if they go ahead and do this... Other insurance agencies could do this, too. So if you're watching and you're a breast cancer survivor or someone you know is and you're thinking about getting this procedure, even if you don't have Medicare and Medicaid, this could potentially impact you down the line because your insurance agency might follow in their footsteps.
0: I see. That's why it's so important. And this is why your story is so important. The next date, we're supposed to look for some action on this? In August. Okay. thanks so much investigative reporter Rachel Polanski for this story. And this has been Behind the Investigation on Atlanta News First Plus.